This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Waymakers, promise keeper, light in darkness, amen. That is who Jesus is, amen. Come on, let's give our praise team another hand, if you will. Amen. There is a word from the Lord, and it will be found in the second Samuel, if you will, and I want to look at verse 24, I mean chapter 24, and just verse 10 is what I'll read in your hearing today. Amen. Second Samuel, if you will, if you can, and don't mind standing, amen, if you don't mind standing, if you don't mind standing, if you don't mind standing. Let me wish happy birthday to, amen, Sister Bonita Callahan, amen. Thank you all for putting up with her. Amen. 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 And let me thank you all for the birthday celebration last Sunday for me. We thank you for all the gifts, the words of encouragement. Amen. And just your kindness. Amen. Are we there? Let's read verse 10 together. Now, those of you who read fast, slow down. Those of you who read slow, speed up. So we can say it and read it together. Verse 10, only verse 10 of 2 Samuel, verse 24. Amen. Let's read it again. I'll start it off. And. Okay, quit speaking in tongue. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And David Hart condemned him after he had numbered the people. So David said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done, but now I pray thee, O Lord, take away iniquity of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. Amen. We ask God to add another blessing to the reader and the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. You may be seated. Amen. And if you're not too mean, look over to somebody next to you and tell them, mercy for my mess. That's what I want to talk about today. Mercy for my mess. Amen. There's no need of you looking around because everybody in here have messed up somewhere, sometime. Amen. All of us, amen. The Bible said, of all of the righteousness we have before God, it is still as a filthy rag, amen. The best that we can do is still not good enough for God because God, amen, gives us mercy, he gives us grace, and he gives us love as well as give us favor, this passage of scripture today, amen, David, as you know him, uh, by way of the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But it's more to David than just being a shepherd. He was a man after God's own heart. 
even being a man after God's own heart, anointed king early as he was rejected by the priests, amen, the oil would not run until little David, the shepherd boy, little David, amen, the lion fighting boy, little David, the bear, amen, fighting little boy, until he, amen, walked, amen, in the presence of the king, uh, the priest, that is, the oil stayed in this container when all of the good-looking brothers walked by, when all of the, amen, six-pack brothers walked by, when all of, amen, the curly-haired brothers walked by, all of, amen, the brothers, amen, who had it going on, the all would not run. But when little ruddy, little sheep-smelling, little, amen, David, amen, walked there in the present, the Bible declared that the all ran, and David then was anointed at an early age to be the king of Israel. In other words, God knows our ending before our beginning. And the Bible tells us that, amen, the end of a thing is better than the beginning of the thing. So my brothers and sisters, the Bible put more emphasis on finishing than it does on starting. Because the race is not given to those that are swift, those that are strong, those that are faster, but those that can endure, amen, to the very end. Amen. You don't get paid until you get to the end. You don't get well done until you get to the end. Y'all better talk to me. Amen. I want you to know mercy for our mess. Amen. I'm a candidate. Amen. More than one time of messing up on God. I want you to know, amen, uh, we've got to understand that the God that we serve, amen, knew Amen. Our weaknesses, even though we may not have recognized them before we were old enough, able enough, and big enough, amen, to do whatever it is that we do. Well, I want to suggest to you today, my brothers and sisters, we serve a mighty good God. He is so good, amen, until he looked beyond our faults. And then he supplies all of our needs. I want you to know that if you are a child of God, this same David said that he has been young, but now he is old. And he had never seen the righteous of God forsaken, nor have he seen them begging for bread. In other words, he's suggesting to us today that you don't have to worry. And if you're going to worry, then you ought not to pray. Then if you're going to pray, you ought not to worry. Because of the fact that the God that we serve is an almighty God, is an all-powerful God, is an all-knowing God. He is a God that sees all. He understands all. He knows all things. And so today, my brothers and sisters, there's no need of you, amen, sliding low in your seat. You a mess just like everybody else have. 
You need not to be too hard on other folks when their mess hit the newspaper, when their mess make the magazine or the Channel 6, amen, news station. You must understand that there are many things that go unreported, but we serve a God with an all-seeing eye. He sees, amen, the Bible says that midnight is just as bright as noonday to God. In other words, there is nowhere we can hide. David said, if I take the wings, amen, of a dove and fly, fly to yonder's mountain, he said, you are right there. And he wanted us to know today, amen, that it doesn't matter about the status of who you are, where you've been, what degrees you have, what you know, who you know, amen. At the end of the day, Romans 3.23 comes into play. For all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God, amen. I want to suggest to you today, my brothers and sisters, amen, that to be a child of God, is being somebody. Can I get me a witness in there? I said being a child of God means that we are somebody. We are a royal priesthood. We are some peculiar people. We are different from the world. I wish I had a witness in here. We are, amen, God's, amen, apple of God's eye. How did we get to be that with our message self? Because God looked over where we are and saw where we was going. I wish I had a witness in here. Amen. And it doesn't matter how mean and low down the devil is that when he attacks us, it doesn't mean that God is not on your side. It doesn't mean, amen, all time that you've done something wrong. Because many times God tests us, amen, amen, but the devil tempts us. You need to know, amen, the devil is a tempter, God is a tester. The very same thing that the devil meant for bad, God will turn that thing around for good. That's why David said there in the 23rd Psalm, he'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. Well, now don't brag too loud. Don't, don't boast too loud because of the mere fact, amen, because you're up today doesn't mean you won't be tested and tried tomorrow because it's your season now. But when my season come, I want you to celebrate with me just like I'll celebrate with you. Let the church say amen. This is one of the Old Testament historical books that deal with David, amen, and Samuel, amen, being a, by one of the, the key figures in this book. But I want you to know the Bible says that the way it, like Jesus said, like this, lo, I come in the volume of the book. Everything that we read in the Bible is going to point us to Jesus in some form or fashion. When they said lily of the valley, they pointed to Jesus. When they said bright as a morning star, they are pointing to Jesus. Amen. Y'all know this song, and I'm going to throw this in. It's free. It ain't going to cost you nothing. Amen. Uh, when we sing that song, he's a lily in the valley and brighter than the morn and star. Y'all know that song? 
Well, do you know who they're talking about? Amen. Uh, brighter than the morning star. Let me tell you right quick. I'll tell you who it is. Lucifer names mean, amen, bright star. So he's simply saying Jesus is brighter than Lucifer. I wish I had a witness in here. And the devil will never show up, amen, in your presence looking like the devil. He's going to show up looking like your friend. He's going to show up looking like he's bringing you favor, blessings, amen, in all things. You got to understand that this earth, Satan is the god of this world. Y'all better understand that. Amen. And the prince of the air. Every one of your prayers got to go through Satan territory. And every one of your answers got to come back through his territory. And it have a lot to do with, amen, how patient you are to wait on the Lord. To believe that in spite of what you may be dealing with and going through, just know that somebody got a worse situation than you. That's why the Bible teaches us that everything that have breath ought to praise the Lord. Well, my brothers and sisters, it is, amen, a wonderful text today that, amen, we can speak from this thought, mercy for my mess. You need mercy. I need mercy. We need mercy. What is mercy? Mercy is knowing what you should have got, what should have happened to you. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Amen. You didn't get punished because you were good. You got punished because he had mercy. Can I get me a witness in here? Mercy suits all of our case. Mercy is what we need. Grace is an unmerited gift, amen, that God provided for mankind to have a right relationship with him. I heard, amen, Deacon Laster, the brothers singing earlier, amen, none but the righteous, amen, shall see God. Well, that is true. Grace is an unmerited gift. You can't work for it. You can't be good enough to earn grace. It is God who, amen, provided Jesus, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, amen, the one that looked, amen, through time and saw us sitting here on the 18th day of December in the year of 2022. It is Jesus who, who is the lamb of God. He made the ultimate sacrifice that our sin can be forgiven and washed, amen, and make us whiter than snow. Y'all will pray in a minute, but it's okay right now. If I got to struggle through this, I'll struggle through it. I told you, I'm not looking at your mess. I'm, I got mine I'm dealing with. And you got to understand that we are here to give God praises and thanks. We're here to do it because he didn't have to do what he did. But he looked beyond all of our faults and saw just what we needed. We needed the grace, the love, amen, and the provision of our God. Because the devil is a mean dude. He's seeking whom he may devour. He, he doesn't want you to be a witness to God's word. He doesn't want you to make a joyful noise. He doesn't want you to have a smile on your face and peace in your heart. He doesn't want you to love your neighbor as you do yourself. So what he would do, he would be busy in church. Showing you something to look at to get on your nerve. I wish I had a witness in here. 
And here you are, instead of you, amen, giving God the praise, you whispering and, and texting a note to somebody to tell them that you see what she got on, you, you see what he did, and all this so kind of stuff goes on in the church. Well, I got news for you. That's messy. That's messy. That's messy. You got to learn how to keep some things to yourself. Amen. Because it could be a test of God to see how focused you are to let you know that you need a testimony when you leave here to tell folks, amen, the goodness of the God that you serve. And if you, amen, are out there, amen, acting like everybody else act, amen, and you've been to church, what good did it do you? You're not a testimony. You got to learn how to let somebody know that the God that you serve, amen, is bigger than your problem. I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, you, if your problem is not bigger than Calvary, you don't have a big problem. Because Calvary, amen, covers it all. Calvary, the shedded blood of Jesus, amen, can cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. His, amen, his blood will wash us whiter than snow. The love of Jesus will make you clap your hand when no music is playing. It'll make you stump your feet when everybody else is sitting down. It'll make you look to the hills from where cometh your help, knowing all of your help, it comes from the Lord. My brothers and sisters, we serve a good God. We serve a God that blessed the food that we eat, blessed the home that we live in, give us clothes to wear on our bodies, and give us a mind to know we are in Mount Pleasant where God resides. And when you understand, amen, how good God has really been to you, then you won't need music for you to give God a thank. Because sometimes you can be riding along in your car and think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you. I want you to know when you can count your blessing, name them one by one, you'll count them and see just what the Lord have done. You'll realize, amen, that the favor of God was with you when that car ran the red light and hit the car just before you. Amen. You got to understand that you were not at the market when they start shooting and killing innocent people. You were not at the market when they, amen, were doing all kinds of evil, low down and dirty thing. Nobody snatched your pocketbook and ran off with it. Nobody, amen, hijacked you and your car. Amen. You ought to just be thanking God for it because, amen, it could have been you. It could have been you outdoors with no food and no clothes. It could have been you, but God spared you. And here you are in Mount Pleasant on this Sunday, amen, clothed in your right mind. It's good for us to be here, and it's good to know where you are. 
I come by to tell you, amen, when we uh, baptized this morning and when we looked at babies this morning with dedication, amen, sometimes, amen, we get a little stale with our praise. We get a little stale with our love. We wonder, amen, what they doing. Well, you've been young and you have not always been in church, amen. Some of your children are out of wedlock. Come on, talk to me. You didn't marry every man that you got a baby by. So I'm just saying to tell you the goodness of Jesus and he had mercy for your mess. He can do the same thing for everybody else. I come by night to tell you your stuff is in the old 1919, amen, in 1900, and they, their stuff is in the 21st century. But mess is mess. I don't care when it was done. You got to be willing to give other folks a chance just like you had a chance. That's why the Bible said and teaches us that God looks beyond, I'll preach if you pray, amen, all of our faults, and then he'll supply our every need. Well, I come by to leave you these words here during the Advent season of Jesus Christ, the birth of him, amen, the life of him, amen, and the blessing of him coming. The Bible talks about telling that he was laid wrapped in swaddling clothes. Can I get me a witness in here? As he laid there in the manger, you got to understand, amen, that Jesus, amen, is the key, amen. He's the master. He is everything that we need. He is our way maker, a bridge over troubled water. He is, amen, our alpha and our omega. He's our bread when we're hungry, water when we're thirsty. He is, amen, a doctor in a sick room and a lawyer in our courtroom. You don't know how you walked out of that courtroom. You think, amen, that uh, the grace of God and the favor of God can move on mankind and they will not judge you and judge you according to your mess. Amen. They can have grace all over you because God can protect you and keep you from all great harms and danger. What am I saying? I'm simply saying if justice would have had its way with each one of us, none of us would be walking in here with our heads up in the air. We got to understand, amen, that God that we serve have told us we've come short of his glory. What does that mean? David can be a witness to us today to tell us that there are times even when we are righteous children, we do some unrighteous thing. We say some unrighteous thing. We act some unrighteous way. I wish they had me a witness in here. Well, I come by the light to tell you just because we have on church clothes does not mean the church is on us. Just because we are in the church doesn't mean church is in us. Just because you can talk churches does not mean you are part of what you're talking. I come by the light to tell you that we serve a wonderful God. 
David, amen, admitted today, amen, that he messed up, he did wrong, and he comes short of God's, amen, requirement. But again, David recognized that one thing that he had to do to get right with God, he had to, amen, own his own mess. Amen. What it is when your mess will smell, mess will stink. Amen. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Mess is just like you got on a brand new dress, but your slip is hanging. Mess is just, y'all gonna talk to me in a minute. Amen. You got on your favorite cologne. You got on your favorite perfume. Amen. Your expensive two, three hundred dollar perfume, but you got, amen, a wrinkle in your in your blouse or, or on your suit. You got to understand that God sees everything. God knows everything. What it is about having mess, that means we're trying to clean it up. Amen. But I want you to know if you're not where you ought to be with God, then your bed could be too long and makes your cover a little too short. You got to understand, amen, that if God, amen, be for you, he's more than the world against you. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that God, amen, is in full control. A pandemic don't have nothing on God. You got to understand, he said, if my people that are called by my name would humble themselves, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, and pray, then he said, I will hear from heaven and then heal their land. I come by tonight to tell you there's more disease that will come our way. And the reason why it's going to come, because the people of God, the children of God, are not where we ought to be. He gave us the solution and the remedy for our demise. He said, if my people, I wish I had a witness in here, amen, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves, somebody say humble themselves, amen, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and then pray. He said, if you do those things, if you humble yourself, seek my faith, turn from your wicked way and then pray. I wish I had a witness. Humble yourself, seek my face, turn from your wicked way and then pray. But what we want to do is pray without being humble. I wish I had a witness. Without seeking his face and we want to be, amen, what we want to be and we know this stuff runs amen in generations and generations I'm grown I do what I want to do I come by tonight to tell you just keep on doing your own thing you're gonna mess around here and your thing gonna do you I wish they had me a witness in here you got to understand the God that we serve amen is still in full control the Bible tells he's so high you can't go over him so wide you can't go around him. He's everywhere. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. And he's omnipresent. I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, we serve a mighty good God. Amen. He watched over us all night last night. He dispatched those angels to keep us from hurt, harm, and danger. No fire broke in. No thief 
broke in. No hurricane broke in. No tornado broke in. I wish I had me a witness in here. You got to understand the God that we serve. He got, amen, eyes to see every last one of us and hear every prayer that is always prayed. I come by tonight to tell you, my brother and sister, don't worry about what folks can do unto you because nobody can exceed what the Lord can do. He can protect you, amen, when you don't even know you need protection. Amen. He can keep you when you don't even know you need to be kept. I come by night to tell you we are in a warfare. Our mind, amen, is warring against our spirit. Our spirit is warring against our mind. I heard, amen, when Paul say, who shall deliver me? from this body of sin and death. He said, but I thank God that Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, I thank God, amen, the lily in the valley. I thank God for the rose of Sharia. I thank God for Joshua's hammers, amen, and Aaron's rod. I, I thank God that we got somebody on our side. We got somebody that understand what we are dealing with on a daily basis. If you don't mind, you ought to tell your neighbor, we got mercy for our mess because God, amen, look beyond all of our faults. Let me get on up out of here because somebody is ready to go. Amen. And it's all right with me because I'll go just as soon as you get out of here. I want you to know but we're here on the Lord's business. We got a job to do here at Mount Pleasant. That is to tell men and women about the goodness of God. You ought to lean over and tell somebody that Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tell me so. Little one to him belong. We are weak, but they and he is stronger. If I had two or three witnesses in here, that wasn't a shame to be a witness for God. You ought to look around at somebody and tell them that can't nobody do me like Jesus. You ought to be willing to tell somebody we come a long way but we still got a long way to go. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but serving the Lord, I said serving the Lord, will not only pay off after a while, but it'll pay off right now. He'll keep your feet walking right now. He'll keep your mind stayed on him right now. He'll keep you from worrying about your bills. That is longer than your month. But I come by tonight to tell you to heal it. Like grandmama them said it. He is a way maker and a bridge over troubled water. Can I get me a witness in here? And if you ain't too mean, fist bump somebody and tell them that Jesus is on the main line. Call him up and tell him what you want. Ain't God all right? I come to tell you that can't nobody do us like Jesus. 
He'll walk with you. He'll talk with you. He'll let you know that the devil is a mean low-down dude. He don't mean you no good. But if in all of your ways you acknowledge the Lord, he will direct your path. Won't he do it? Won't he put running in your feet? And won't he put clapping in your hand? I don't know about y'all today, but I'm getting ready to close. Well, David, why did you repent? David said, I repented because I did the Lord wrong. I prayed in chapter 22. I admonished the Lord. I exalted the Lord. I told him he was able to do anything but fail. And then when I found out I was getting ready to go in another battle, I thought I needed, amen. I thought I needed a big army. I wish I had a witness, and I got fearful that I didn't have enough. And I told my men to go and find out number of the children of Israel. They came back, I wish I had a witness, out of nine months and 20 days with a report back to King David. They said, David, you got 800,000 of men over here. You got 500,000 of men over there. And soon as he got a report, conviction hit David. And David realized that God didn't need a number out of all the war. King David had won. He never knew how many men that was on his side because he always depended on the Lord. If there anybody in here always depend on the Lord. If you depend on the Lord, no weapon formed against you. I preach if you pray, and if you don't pray, I still preach, because I found out the God I serve. If you gotta give, you go praying and give God to pray right about right now. You don't have to wait till the battle is over. You can shout right now. You can shout hallelujah. You can shout victory. You can tell the world I love the Lord. He heard my cry and I pity my every my every groan long as I live and trouble rise I'm gonna hasten unto his throne the Bible told me to tell you the Bible said that Jesus the Son of God the power of God the love of God he's our mediator he prayed for me he praying for you on a daily basis can I get an amen? Can I get a shout hallelujah? Can I get a thank you, Jesus? Can I get somebody up in here that ain't too mean and not able to, to tell somebody? I tried him when I was sick, 
He healed my body. I, I tried him when I was burning down. He picked me up, turned me around, put running in my feet and clapping in my head. If he been good to you, tell somebody I'm so glad I tried the law. I will trust in the law until I die. I heard when David said, I messed up, I did wrong, I didn't trust the law. He did it back then, I should have had faith. He can do it again. Look at your neighbor. Said if he did it yesterday, he still got power to do it all over again. I will put my trust in him. Yes, I will. And he all right. Well, God heard David repent. He told Gad, go to David and tell David, I'm going to give him three choices. I got to let him know that the way to the sin is dead. The gift of God is eternal life. He said, tell David, I'm going to give him three choices. One going to be seven years of a famine in the land. The second going to be three months running from your enemy. The third one going to be, I wish I had a witness. Three days, nothing but pestilence. David looked at the first choice. Seven years, bad luck, famine in the land. No bread, no chicken, no pork chopper. No steak, no hot dog, no hamburger, no fish fry, famine in the land. I tell you what, toss that one out. Let me look at the second one. My enemy gonna be chasing me. Y'all gonna hear me for about 90 days or three months. And I heard at this time, David was a little age. He couldn't run like he used to run. He couldn't hop like he used to hop. David said, well, I can't run as fast and as long as I used to run. I'm going to toss that one out. Then he said, I got one more left, and that is pestilence. And I know one thing, black flag, y'all ain't gonna help me. Amen, pray, spray killer, ain't gonna help me. Rage killer, won't kill a pestilence. So I heard David say, I don't like seven years of famine in the land. I can't handle three months of running from my enemy. I can't deal with roaches in my house, in my closet, in my kitchen, in my bedroom. I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take my chances, fall in, in the hand of God. I'm gonna put myself on the mercy of my God. 
I don't know about y'all. Tell your neighbor, mercy for your master. Turn it over to Jesus. Tell somebody when you can't see your way, put it in the master's hand. When you don't understand, put it in the master's hand. I don't know what you come to do, but I come to tell him thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He mighty good to you, and he all right. Do you know him? If you know him, say yeah. If he been good, say yeah. If he made a way for you, say yeah. Look and tell your neighbor, I don't know about you, but I got mercy for my mess. I messed up a long time ago, but grace and mercy rescue, rescue me. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? If he been good to you, gonna say yeah 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 hey yeah can't nobody mercy mercy for my mess mercy outlast Seven years, three months, or three days, mercy is what we need. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant Ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.